Snoop Dogg's hairline is incredible. When was the last time you just you looked at Snoop Dogg's hairline? Oh, let's see. What's today? Um, <laughs> oh, you know, come to think of it, just this morning, actually. Did you see it on a com- one of those um, Corona commercials? Corona the beer. <laughs> no, <laughs> they're not doing commercials for the uh, for the. I mean, they are. Yet. They're they're weirdly like promoting it. Herd immunity. Go out mm-hmm. and get it. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, I hear a new strand is dropping soon, so uh, there's going to be. Are you going to the drop party? uh, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 Andy. I I don't think I've seen uh, Snoop Dogg's hairline. It's recent. It's really incredible. It's like a national treasure. I mean, it's like halfway up his head, but it's perfectly straight. Like his locks start right on the line. It's it's inhuman. Like there's no way to naturally achieve that. Uh, mm-hmm. Whoever is helping him achieve that isn't is a true artist. I mean, he looks like a cone head. Like he and he already has like a <laughs> narrow head to begin with. It's it's so you should just watch that commercial. Bring it up on YouTube. Don't do it right now. We don't have enough time. But bring it up on YouTube. One of those Corona commercials where he's just sitting on the beach trying to reclaim the Corona brand. Um, and it's the top of his head is so narrow, but then the hair starts like where the top of the cone would start on a, on a cone head's head. It's amazing. I mean, do you think this is intentional? Do you, do you think uh, there come sweeps week <laughs> we're going to have the uh, Corona cone heads? <laughs> the Corona heads. heads. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the, the new chapter in the cone head saga starring <laughs> none other than Snoop Dogg. Uh, yeah. I, I hope so. Who else would be, be on it? Who else has a natural cone head? Anybody? Laura Dern, maybe? Um, Laura Dern and Snoop Dogg. She's got a narrow head. You were just, I, I, you know, I, 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 I don't know that I know anybody with a narrow mm. head. I don't think I'm paying enough attention to, uh, to know these narrow head folks. It's all I think about now. Of. Head narrowness. <laughs> I'm measuring. Wow. I'm, I don't go out much now, but you know, I, every time I'm at the store, it, the masks make it hard to measure people's mm-hmm. head narrowness or guess at their head narrowness. Yeah. You know, especially now it's so cold. People wear masks and hats, me included. That's awesome. I love that. Love mm-hmm. wearing a mask and a beanie. You doing a lot of that? Oh, yeah. Well, you know, Andy, recently uh, I, I was able to dig into the old Schiffero <laughs> and and, uh, and grab a piece of winterwear I hadn't gotten the chance to use in a long time. I, I used to drive a little gas scooter oh. um, that I would keep locked up at the Briarwood apartments there uh, that that was stolen Whoa. from the Briarwood apartments Lame. there. If you ever see a, a blue scooter with a bunch of stickers on it, um, you know, beat the guy what up. Kinda, what kind of stickers? And, and, you got a little Ron John surf shop on there? No, no Ron Johns. Um, you know, various Fool's Gold mm. sticker packs that's, were used on that that's one. A so you got label. a Fool's Gold sticker. You got a Duck For Sauce sticker. You got a little Danny Brown sticker on there. Very cool looking I scooter. Uh, probably like a Mills Records Kansas City mm. sticker on there. Almost certainly a Vintage Vinyl yeah. sticker on there. Uh, but, you know, back whenever I used to ride that, especially in the winter months, I would wear a uh, the this like winter cap that has a, a built-in face mask. Mm. And th- this was long 
pre-COVID-19. Uh, so I've been wearing that bad boy <laughs> recently uh, and just uh, wearing it into the stores. I'll even put a mask under it. Just double up. <laughs> that rules. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I, I'm so glad I own anyway, it. Anyway, that's, that's enough conehead talk. Uh, you mentioned a record <laughs> label in Kansas City, which brings us to discussing uh, our most recent episode with Manor Records wow. recording artist Brat Pitt. Uh, oh, wow. which I I stated this on our Instagram story. Easily the most sophomoric episode we've ever done. <laughs> I don't know, Coy- Cody, Coyote Adobe yeah. with uh with the pretending to be people boys right. uh, making definitely goes jokes there. about my mom. I did a fart joke in some <laughs> other. It was just one. It, I did one single fart joke in one other episode, but now I can't remember what it is. Mm-hmm. And I love them. Think it's so funny. Think farts are very funny. Uh. Oh yeah, for it's sure. also just not the normal tone that we have on this show, and I kind of like that <laughs> about it. You know, every episode we could easily devolve into that, but I'm pretty careful to not not that I'm careful, but like, it just doesn't happen. That's not typically the tone that we we strike on here. You know, uh, unrelated to any of that stuff, that's one of my favorite oh, episodes we've so done fun. in a long time. Yeah. I, I had such a good time recording that. It was my first time meeting. Cole, mm-hmm. who's a uh, you know work I am legitimately a fan Absolutely. of. Absolutely, uh, have listened to that EP a lot since you brought it to my attention last year, and uh, yeah, I meant everything I said on there. I, I, I really just love his music, and uh, boy, he he really came stacked. Yeah, it, with, with, with with bits, a a, a, a Jake, <laughs> a Jake type. He seemed genuinely happy to be there, which is pretty funny considering he texted me uh, three minutes after we were supposed to start, saying, "I just woke up. Are we still doing this?" <laughs> and you and I were both like, "He doesn't want to come." <laughs> yeah, the "Are we still doing this?" is is a real tell of like he, he knows we're still doing yeah. it, but uh, it really. Wants us to tell him that 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 we're uh-huh. not. Uh, but man, you know, despite all that, just came stacked to the rafters yeah. with bits. It, well, I mean, one day but <laughs> did a bunch, but it was very funny. No, he's just he's just a funny guy, and you can kind of hear the humor coming out in his music a little bit too. Like he and I talked about, like we, he and I sat outside the Royal in like probably October or something and talked mm-hmm. for like four hours just about music and, and, and whatnot. And it was really great. Like he's just a really, a uh, very like earnest person in a way that I, that I really enjoy. He's a really good dude. You know, that episode also contains um, a little piece of Dan Howell history. Oh. Uh, the listeners can go back and listen to it. Uh, whenever we're, we're talking about our age differences mm. and I, uh, uh, to learn that Cole is a full four years younger than me, 25 yep. years old. Um, that was a uh, sort of my young life flashing before my eyes <laughs> right there on the podcast. Uh, one of the first times I have realized that I'm not the, the little boy in the room I know, yeah. anymore. And uh, 29 is basically 30, which is, you know, as everybody knows, basically 40, which is a, uh, Almost the grave. Yeah, it's a permadeath. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, so it, it really is all downhill from here. The uh, uh, Maybe I peaked on that episode, uh, and, and then the, the listeners kind of heard me crest that, uh, <laughs> the top of that roller coaster. 
Uh, and it, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that we captured that. I don't that. think so. I think you're just barely getting started <laughs> with all the stuff that you're going to do with your life. And I mean it. I think that's, I think that's the case. <laughs> yeah, but you know, death's still yeah, a knock. But, but being <laughs> being negative and feeling sorry for yourself is way more fun. <laughs> no, oh, I talked boy. about it on the show. Like, I I I don't like it when people my age talk about themselves as being old. First of all, thirty four is not old, nor is twenty nine, Dad. Um, I am being older than other people in the room does not make you old, and I don't even know at what point someone is old I, it's, I think it's probably in your mind mostly like i don't i think people sort of equate oldness with um like ceasing to actively have new like actively seeking to have new new experiences like that's sort of what sure. old means to me i don't even see that on the horizon for me i mean obviously <laughs> i'm have like preparing for the one of the wildest experiences a person could have but uh i just don't yeah, see that yeah. happening for me at all maybe i'm wrong but what do you think you know i i not i, I didn't mean to dig this no, far whatever. deep into my own psyche here but uh i think for me personally it, it's it, uh, my reaction was more indicative of the fact that i've kind of always grew up and uh, uh hung out with people that are older than myself you say <laughs> and and now i am the older person who who is admiring and um uh d- d- enjoying the company of of younger yeah. folks uh, i i've just uh yeah you know it it seems that more and more uh there's being these people that are younger than me yeah <laughs> showing up and uh you know being born and uh <laughs> just entering my atmosphere being born you know, just, uh, <laughs> all of a yeah, sudden right? these people younger than me have started being born <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I was always, uh, you know, I, 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 I always have hung with with the older crowd, and um, you know, you, you, they're they're getting in their thirties now. They're starting to die off. <laughs> there. <laughs> Do you mean uh, getting married and having kids? Is that what you mean by die off? <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. You know, put, being put out to rest. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, I, I think that's more where I was coming sure, from. Yeah, uh, I guess I made it my own thing. <laughs> Your experience. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I believe that you and I talked about this pretty early on in the show, but there was a point where you hit a certain age being six years younger than me, where in my mind, you entered the the same age group as me. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, we, we became the same age range, but I don't think that I hit the point where I started seeing people younger than me that way till later in my life than you were at that time. So like that dynamic is is strange. I think everybody probably hits that point at a different time. I don't know, but you've you've hit a point where people that younger than you are that are younger than you seem younger than you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do seem younger than me, and and they're cool. And uh, I'm no longer the cool young yeah. guy. Now now I'm just in that middle age that yeah. that is as you've pointed out, not yet old, but uh, also not young. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's good. It's a good place to be. I don't know. I love getting older. I don't know if we've talked about this, but like the more stuff I know, the more fun my life is. It's good. Sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I totally agree. I, I, I'm in it to win it. I, I'm, I'm here to learn stuff before my uh, brain turns to total mush. Uh, that, uh, that, I think my brain has become mush. And that is something that Cole talked about on that episode is my brain is mush. And like, 
he does not know. That is another thing where like young people don't even don't know yet that no, that's actually going to mm-hmm. happen. I don't know if it's like because <laughs> I've drank three thousand beers since I was twenty one, or, or maybe that's just what happens to everyone. But like, I, 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 my brain just it does not function in the way that it used to. Have you have you noticed deterioration of your brain or your mind? Oh sure, I'm just like I. <laughs> That it was very funny. Whenever I left high school, I I you know I knew a lot of people. Uh-huh. I uh, did I just knew a lot of people's names. I ran with a lot of different crews. Naturally, you're gregarious. And yeah, yeah, and and not that I lost my relationships with those people, which on the large part mm-hmm. I did. Uh, but I really thought <laughs> leaving high school, I was like. I'll remember these people's first and last names until the day I die. Yeah. And then uh, on down the road, I, I can picture their faces, but nary a name to be found, Andy. Just uh, e- even the memories are, are uh, largely washed away. Like, things that I thought would be so important to me yeah. uh, is gone. So I, I don't know about my curtain current like ability to uh learn things how much that's been yeah. hindered by by my age but uh certainly <laughs> it, it, it's all it's it's just a it's a it's a cloud of mist i i feel like i remember a lot of people from high school like names and i really i've always had a little bit of social anxiety and i think a a, a symptom of that is thinking about social stuff very often and so i have all the stuff ingrained in my head i think from mm. considering what people thought of me that kind of thing, like a very high school concern. But my problem is almost almost the opposite. So now, you know, back when I was, but back when I had a social life or back whenever, you know, my girlfriend was in town and I was meeting her friends and situations and uh, I would meet people and then five minutes later, have no idea what, just totally forget their names. Just have no idea. Sure. I know that isn't normal because I've been, I mean, not even in, she she was cool about that when I admitted it, but like in a previous relationship, it was kind of a problem. Like I would forget names of people that were important <laughs> to the, to another person <laughs> for me to remember. But like, uh, I, well, she would be like, "Who's the president?" <laughs> and, you, and, and you'd say, uh, "Ooh, I got a, a Johnny Turtleneck." Uh, <laughs> just pulling one one from the dark here. No, anyway, I, I I think about brain and memory a lot. I think a part of it has to do with Google. Like, we don't have any. Imp- there's no impetus or motivation to remember anything anymore. You can just look it up. So I'll find myself sure. like my instinct is to Google where are my keys. Like in situations like that, it's like a, <laughs> some immediate problem that needs solving. That is the instinct now. And I, I cannot, yeah, I, I got to shake it. I just got to burn all my technology. I think that's the solution. Mm-hmm. Or maybe I could move to a place. Yeah, maybe I could move to a place where Google is illegal. It's not illegal, it's banned. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> Maybe that'll do it. <laughs> if, if only there was a place like that. A heavenly place where all knowledge was not instantly available in your pocket. And if it yeah, was yeah, is in I fact mean, policed, what you're uh, allowed to know. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway. Oh, finally. You're gonna you're gonna get acquainted with those freaking thought police <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm so uh, <laughs> caught up in it's more, it's more speech police uh, but we I mean 
we could get into that at some point, but there's a lot of elements about moving to China that I'm like pretty scared and feel weird about. Uh, but also there's not many places that you available to move that don't have weird, sure, scary, problematic, troubling aspects. Oh yeah. I mean, you're in yeah. the only place on earth, Andy, that, that, uh, you can live in conscious free. Oh yeah. <laughs> without having to Not a single worry problem about... here. We don't like oppress <laughs> any minorities or anything. Uh-uh. You know, this is a wonderful no. place and does nothing wrong. No, we certainly don't No, And you can freely search yeah. the internet here mm-hmm. with, without worry about the retaliation or being tracked. Mm-hmm. Or, Definitely uh, don't you, like your every move being followed. Put certain groups of people in camps or anything. You know, uh-huh. that's not a thing we do in uh-huh. this country. This is very dark. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's too, extremely too dark, dark to talk about. Andy, what's on the docket today? Uh, nothing, literally episode? nothing. <laughs> uh, we we are recording remotely. Hopefully, it's not evident, but we're recording remotely. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a, a Wednesday afternoon. My clock says one fifteen. Speaking of clock, well, I am on it <laughs> right now. Uh, this, I mean, <laughs> I guess I technically am as well. <laughs> Uh, It's not a snow day, but it's a virtual day for SPS teachers, and there's not a whole lot of work for me to do because we haven't been in school for four days, and this will likely... Sure. We might go to school on Friday, but there's no way we're going to school tomorrow. Uh, And so I'm giving my kids fun stuff to do, and there's just not a lot of work for me to do in between class periods, and so Stan was not able to get out of his driveway today. (laughs) Yeah. We are just recording remotely. Um, so that's yeah, what's we, up. we got a real steep driveway. We were able to shovel it last night, just enough to uh, me to get get my little uh, Pontiac G five. My little tushy. I don't know why that's <laughs> what I thought you were gonna say. <laughs> well, we we shoveled it enough to get my little tushy up the driveway. <laughs> um, however, it is now buried yeah. again, uh, and I cannot get it down. And the five dollar snow shovel. That I was able to acquire is completely <laughs> broken now and will will not shovel things. So thankfully my awesome roommate Shay, her her car was parked on the street, so I was able to use it this morning for for my driving needs. However, I'm just too far away from that dang Netflix factory I work <laughs> at to to make it out there. And then that's just the truth. I I, I really could not possibly imagine going out there in Shay's little Prius right oh. now. Okay. I drive a Prius, as you know. Mm-hmm. Man, I got I went to the gym this morning at six in the morning and it was still snowing. Wow. So when I got out, there was like a half inch of snow on my car. And I have a garage, yep. which is it's wonderful. It's so great, Dan. When you get rich, oh, uh, uh, <laughs> you should get a garage. I mean, I got a carport, mm. which is, oh, is like great. a garage that uh snow can still get inside of and freeze on your mm-hmm. car. Uh, but thankfully I didn't have the like six inches yeah. of snow that were on the, uh, street cars. Well, I got a story, Dan. Um, I was driving my Prius, eh, probably honestly a little too fast, but you know, when the snow is down mm-hmm. on top of the ice, it's a little easier to drive them when it's just solid ice. And sure. so I was probably going 20 in a 30, not a big white truck, but a big blue or black truck was tailgating me oh, in yeah. the snow. And if I would have hit Love my it. brakes, which I was going to need to soon in order to make a left turn to get to my home after the gym, uh, that person would have hit me. However, that didn't happen because that person passed me. Uh, they passed mm-hmm. me in a two-lane road, and two cars coming the other way had to stop so this person could pass me. 
Um, just Springfield, yeah, yeah, like uh, d- <laughs> never good. Like it's always going to be awful. Like people are just always going to treat each other like garbage on the road in Springfield, uh-huh. Missouri. Doesn't matter the conditions. Yeah. Ran into that a lot driving down uh, Campbell various times in this weather. Just people really just wanting to go ahead and pass you mm-hmm. for no reason. And then whenever the uh, road does effectively create a zipper because of the snow, uh, they're forced to just either go back yeah. or speed up or whatever they do with their little lives. Yeah. I, I I hate this this weather so much, Andy. I hate it so much. I hate driving in it. I wish that I still had even an, an ounce of my childhood in me because it's some of the best snow yeah. we've had it's in a really long great. time. But now I just can't help but feel bad for all the unhoused folks yeah, out no there and, and bad for myself and bad for uh, people who are in, in much worse situations than myself that don't have the luxury of paid time off uh, because it, it, it really, really sucks yeah, out man. there. It's really awful. You know what I love, though? Hmm? I love whenever somebody uh, likes to climb up on a pedestal and talk about how people can't drive in this stuff. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, boy, I agree. People can't drive now, in this stuff. Isn't that, isn't that wild course, that people the subtext, feel that they're in danger? The subtext there is not people are bad. It's that I am great. Like that is, It's mm-hmm. always about the person saying it, needing mm-hmm. you to know that they can, in fact, drive. As if that means anything, which it doesn't. People can't drive in this stuff. It, it's it's almost as if they're in fear of plummeting their two ton death machine off the yeah. road <laughs> what a bunch into of, like a a pole a or a person. Yeah, it, 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 idiots. Where, Andy, where are you trying the, the, these to? Where are you trying dummies. to get anyway? Like there, there is no job that's going to be like, uh, oh yeah, you're fired because you're twenty minutes late. Well, some jobs might do that, but you're fired for tw- being mm-hmm. twenty minutes late. No one's coming to any place today. Like. No one is seeking no. any service. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Why can't people just be nice to each other? Like, that's it. Like, just well, just be nice. I say that as a person who, like, yeah. loudly cursed at the person who passed me. Like, I'm also <laughs> part of the problem. Like, none of, that didn't mean anything what that person did to me either. And yet I just, like, took whatever I was already feeling out on them. Andy, I am a real rageaholic whenever it comes to uh, a weather like this and, and road conditions. Uh-huh. I, uh, boy, boy, I am yelling some stuff at people whenever they're not doing what I deem to be acceptable <laughs> road behavior. <laughs> oh, man. You, if, if our listeners could get a recording of what goes on inside of the car did, when it, whenever I'm angry like that, that I, I think I would be canceled. Did you go to Galloway when... Kenneth was the pastor still, Dan? Sure. Okay. Oh, absolutely. So this, this old, old, surly old dude, pretty entertaining pastor uh-huh. named Kenneth, uh, used to preach there. He was he was the big, I almost said the big hog, which is not like a he phrase. He was kind of a the big uh, He was a large know. man. Anyway, he had this thing that came up a few times where he would like use my dad as an example of someone who was calm because he had once driven behind him and just assumed that watching him from behind that he wasn't cursing under his breath um, at people on there. No, he would like hold my dad up as this like example of, of calmness and like serenity based on having driven behind him once. And like, I think 
the the one the one time I heard my dad curse was while he was driving, <laughs> like as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> it was my first like one of my early examples of like I'm not totally sure that Kenneth is on the up and up about this stuff. Like he, <laughs> maybe he's just like finding a narrative like we all do with everything all the time. Anyway, do you remember? Yeah, I, you especially probably don't with remember these. That. No, no, I don't. Uh, but but I have definitely found with these masks. I throw the mask on the, in the car, and I can just I can get real wild with it. I can <laughs> I can really get my mouth moving. Oh yeah, and uh, they they can't even tell that I'm doing it. You know, uh, I, I had a shop teacher once that told me he uh, he well, he told the whole class he was like I don't know what this was to demonstrate. I think just that he was like a, a rule following <laughs> dude, but but he said, uh, you know, I I drive I drive the speed limit, so uh, I, I I've seen a few gestures in my day. <laughs> oh, that's what he was trying to say. He was like, don't go flipping each other off in the in the shop class because I'm gonna know what it means <laughs> because he he's seen a lot of those gestures in his day. And as a guy who, you know, pretty much all the time adheres to that speed limit, uh. I don't get flipped off yeah. for for driving the right speed. I I find myself flipping people off for uh, <laughs> uh, d- driving too fast. Sure, me. yeah. I, I I used to be a worse road rager back before I have the job I currently have because now I'm like uh, I may <laughs> this might be a parent or something like I yeah, might run yeah. into this person publicly or whatever. Uh, <laughs> Were you like splashing the blood sign? You made me see me with my fingers, like trying to do the thing. That's so funny. That that couldn't have been real, right? It's like where you can, you know, like Bloods and Crips, the old street gangs or whatever. Like you can, people may may or may not know what we're talking uh-huh. about, but like you can make contort your fingers to say blood. That that cannot be a thing people actually did in um, the street. I, I mean, I think it. Was it? Is it was uh, it still uh, is? I, I think it is. Oh, I I can do it. <laughs> um, I did learn whenever I was but a little boy and and uh, in like grade school. Um, I won't do it now. That it wouldn't serve any purpose. <laughs> Maybe you would screenshot it. And I definitely wouldn't want that <laughs> presented anywhere. Um, uh, but no, I, I I don't know. I I mean, who taught who taught me? I can't, I'm trying to remember if it was YG or the game. That showed me how to do <laughs> the blood symbol. Oh, that's but whoever good. it was, I think that they. I think that I. I, I would say that they know what they're talking sure. about. <laughs> I don't know how we got here. <laughs> Man, what oh. what you been doing with your with your snowy days? You have to work President's Day. You get the day off. No, I had the day nice. off anyway. We get a uh, federal holidays off at the old what did I say Netflix mm-hmm. factory. Um, we make the DVDs. Yeah. Uh, and we crunch up the old DVDs and turn them into new DVDs. Uh, <laughs> sort of a DVD yeah. recycling factory. Yeah. Uh, you know, Andy, I've been spending a lot of time with Hades. Yep. Uh, been spending a lot of time on the old stationary bike. That's a game, playing, folks. Playing Hades. Yeah, that, that's a video He's game. He's not descending. Uh, not going to get into it. We, we, maybe we can <laughs> save it for the end if we, we, are, we, we do have a time limit. Maybe we can talk about Hades a little bit at the end. Sure. Yeah, I got nothing to say. I ran credits yeah. on it. Yeah, I was very happy to have done that second game I've beaten this year. Excited to uh, beat some more, Andy. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, okay, we're in it. The value proposition on that game is crazy. <laughs> I have now it put is. in 60 hours, and I, I paid $15 for it. I mean, you know, whatever. I got you the game. So the value prep proposition uh-huh. for you, it was a birthday gift, Christmas gift. People do that for each other, whatever. Like, sure. the value proposition on that game is so good. Like, $15 for 60 hours of entertainment, and I'm not done. Andy, as I said, I have run credits on uh-huh. the game and there are still parts of the game that you have seen that I have uh-huh. not. There are parts of the game that I have seen that you have not. And the story just continues to progress. Uh-huh. There, there's so much more to go. There's uh, so much more uh, g- gameplay and things to unlock. Just things that I can't even imagine yeah. unlocking even at my current state of having beaten the game. Uh-huh. Uh, so yeah, really, you know, it's, you we need not say it again. Go <laughs> go buy Hades if you have a Switch or a PC. It's the most social single player game I think I've ever I've ever played. I, I'm trying to yeah. get other people to play it. I was trying to pester our mutual, you know, old acquaintance Matt Anderson, who definitely won't mm-hmm. listen to this, to play that game. <laughs> and he did not respond. <laughs> but like yeah, I, I've definitely told a few friends to get it as well. You and I, we always talk a lot, but like we've talked even more, and it's almost exclusively about Hades. <laughs> like, oh my god, so much yeah. time Any text texting. about the show, yeah. like to to find out what time we're recording the week before. I just have to dig through blocks and blocks of Hades text. How many runs have you done? Do you know? Um, I think seventy seventy four. Okay, I just did my hundredth last night. For anybody that doesn't know, this is like. You play through the same the same thing, and it takes about forty five anywhere from like thirty minutes to an hour to get through it. So mm-hmm. that's a run, and uh, it's so addictive. It's incredibly addictive. And yeah, as somebody who heard it described many times before actually picking up the controller, uh, it sounds insane. Yeah. How how it does not seem like it would be replayable. In fact, you've texted me I think two or three times now. I'm done. I'm done. I'm, I'm out. I, I think I'm done. I quit it. <laughs> and then the next thing, you will have played it all day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, part, I mean, you know the frustration, but you get through a run that'll take, mm-hmm. I think you put it at about 50 minutes, even if your time, 50 minutes to an your hour. Your actual time will be 30 minutes or whatever. And like you lose at the, at the final boss. And it's just a terrible mm-hmm. feeling. It's like you've sunk all this yeah. time into it, especially if you're feeling optimistic. Because sometimes you're not. Sometimes you think you're going to lose, you know, and that's that's okay. Yeah, if you're farming resources or whatever. It's a terrible feeling. It's worse than it's worse than putting in 200 hours in Animal Crossing and then realizing that oh, <laughs> I put in 200 hours in Animal Crossing. Uh, no, I, that was my comparison that I was thinking about. Like, because this is Hades is active and it's really fun. Uh, uh, every moment that you're playing it, except those moments when you lose and want to quit forever and then don't the next day because you and you don't and then you're back the next day because you you need it you need it like you uh need food and air and water <laughs> which is the way I, where yeah. i'm at with it right now like you need drugs <laughs> like you need a drug that <laughs> your brain's addicted uh, yeah to. exactly i mean it kind <laughs> it kind of is i i think i must be actually addicted to it sure. uh where was i going with that i don't remember <laughs> <laughs> oops you need it, and then it's it's so bad whenever you reach yeah, oh. that uh that uh, end point. Whereas I look at the time that I've spent playing it right now, and I totally understand what I was doing and what I was enjoying. Whereas I look at all the time I spent on Animal Crossing this year, which I think I'm at like 120 hours on that game. 
what a mm-hmm. waste of time. Like, just... <laughs> It, it all it did was pass time. That was it. And I needed I needed something to help me pass the time peacefully in that moment. But like, I feel like I have nothing to show for it. Here's the thing I wish about Animal Crossing: PvP. Um, and I, you know, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, more more hand to hand combat. Uh, I, I wish I wish you could acquire a pistol uh-huh. in it. Um, no, I really wish that my island was available to be played on whenever I'm not using the system. Uh Uh, Like, if I knew that the chill zone on Porcelina, the uh, grand uh, theme park on rails that I built... It's so cool. ...within Animal Crossing, if I knew that people could access that and I didn't have to have Animal Crossing open and open up my island to people, that would be such a better existence for that for me i would i wouldn't feel as if i had wasted so much time but i don't know i might i might jump back into animal crossing someday i'm not against it's it. already cloud saved it, it already exists in the ether like yeah you think i mean i don't know how programming works but you think you just turn it on you know it should be possible Yours is fun, Andy. I do know how programming works, and it's not—it's not possible. I, I'm, I'm here to say it. I, I've spoke with the devs over at uh, Nintendo. You and, know, I, uh, they say it's an impossibility. And I call it Nintendo because I play PlayStation now. Not true. I play all I've done is play Hades. Though I, I did buy The Witcher Three. I texted you this. I did buy The Witcher Three to play on our snow day tomorrow, which has not yet been called, but almost certainly will be called. Oh, I'm going to start that Definitely. one because that's what I need. Another 200 plus hour game to jump into. Oh, yeah. You know, that's that's one of my favorite games of all time. And I don't think I have hit the halfway mark on it. I haven't come close to beating it. There's there's whole entire sections of the game that mm-hmm. I haven't seen. Uh, but s- speaking of value propositions, ten dollars for that <laughs> bad boy is uh, it, it's insane. Cheaper than Some Hades. of the deals you can get on that. Yeah. It's yeah. Wild. Yeah. Yeah. Really crazy. Uh, video game talk. Oh, yeah, it's cool. Uh, the last week's episode with Nona's, uh, with Sarah and Nate. Oh, yeah. Also really fun. <laughs> They're really fun. Andy, you, you did it. You you accomplished something that we've been trying to get done on the show for such a long uh-huh. time. And I, I really applaud you for a it. A female character. You got people. <laughs> well, yes, specifically a female now, Zinu, character. I guess Zinu is probably non-binary, I would assume. Played by oh, a woman. Yeah, yeah, I forgot. But uh-huh. uh, Zinu of was course. on the show played by a woman. It sounded mm-hmm. an awful lot like Shay Rainey. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that was a really good episode. Uh, I still haven't thrown away my pasta leftovers. <laughs> oh, wow. I just need Jeez. to throw them out. See, like, I, Andy, you got you to gotta get rid well, of Well, the problem is that I don't know when I'm going to be able to have my trash picked up again because they didn't run this week. And I don't want to put it in there to make my garage get stinky. You know, mm. so I'll just wait. Yeah. This doesn't matter. Good episode. Really enjoyed the bit there <laughs> that they yeah, did. Yeah, well, we really had n- no idea what was coming. We had not. We didn't give them anything to work off mm. of. These were purely <laughs> characters. Well, wait. Well, they said that they wanted to just be a couple that was obsessed with the Sizzler. And sure. I said, why don't you frame it as you're coming in to show us how to do a review? So that was my contribution. Wow. <laughs> Andy, you're trying to tell these professionals what to do. We, it, it, it's uh, they invited me it, to brainstorm in a group text. <laughs> like it wasn't it wasn't unsolicited. I definitely will send you premises. 
<laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Like you, I did you last just sent week. Me one today, and uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, earlier today you yeah. sent me one actually, and uh, and uh, we'll we'll see where that goes. Yeah, really loved that bit. Re- loved Mike Parsons yeah. showing up on the show for maybe the last time. Uh, uh, jumping back to that other episode, uh, um, I did want to talk about that a little bit. Because I did suggest that premise to you that he wants oh, to yeah, do every right. vaccine individually, which I don't uh-huh. even know if that actually came up, but that that was the the starting point for that one. Yeah, uh, yeah, and uh, <laughs> that that came from a conversation I was having with my mom, who we are you know currently frustrated that there's no uh, real plan for teachers to get vaccines, even though we go to school and you know we go to buildings full of of children and other bodies every day. Um, yeah, seems like a lock. What? It seems like a lock to me that you would. Uh, it's not receive the vaccine. <laughs> it's not. Um, I was talking to my mom about it, and my mom was like expressing frustration with the governor. My mom is not uh, a person who typically discusses anything political, but I think for whatever reason was on her mind. We were talking about it, and I was like, "Mom, hang on a second. I got to text Dan." <laughs> <laughs> and that is a true story. Like I'm just ah, I love that sitting there that Charlotte got to be involved in the in- inception <laughs> of that bit. Maybe my favorite bit uh, we've done with Mike. Yeah, Parsons. he's good. I, I, I just really had a good time. Uh, I think basically the only thing that I wrote was that long list of bands and uh, in, in the yeah. Bob Duca comedy bang bang cadence. I kept on slipping into Cold Stone Cream Austin's voice because it was just a Cold Stone Cream Austin bit. Uh, Mike Parsons was just put in charge of a task that he could not handle. And um, thus he basically kind of his soul intertwined with a mm-hmm. Cold Stone Cream Austin yeah. there. So I do apologize to our listeners for <laughs> the vocal flubs there. Feel free to <laughs> chastise me online. Do you ever get uh, any criticism? Um, do I ever hear any yeah. criticism? No. No. <laughs> I did get. Um, do I receive it? I I don't know. I don't think so. Oh, yeah, I guess I could talk about this here because I don't think anybody's going to rat me out. But like the whole Kickapoo High School petition to change the mascot, which I 100% support as a person who actively participated in a lot of really disrespectful rituals when I went there sure. a long time ago. At this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was talking about that on Reddit, and then uh, <laughs> some racist chimed in <laughs> to argue with me about it. And uh, a racist yeah, on Reddit, uh-huh. <laughs> and then <laughs> turned out this person knew who I was, uh, and like yes. I was like, "That's racist," and he's like, "You're the wink link on the podcast." <laughs> <laughs> oh, Andy! Wow, is I don't know. The best. I mean, I guess I shouldn't be flattered uh, by the uh, compliment from the racist. Oh, I cackled. <laughs> Wait, like that's like you, when you have lost a discussion, you turn to personal insults that have nothing to do with it. It's like, oh no, oh no! I'm the weak link on the podcast. You're accusing me of being a thing that I've said. 50 times on the show that I'm Andy, the inferior host. You don't think that I'm doing something that the racists like, do you? <laughs> you? You think they, you think they're like enjoying whenever I do an offensive Italian accent. <laughs> oh crap. Oh no. I need to reexamine everything now, Andy. I, I don't, I don't, I don't want the racists to think I'm the good host. <laughs> I want them to think you're the good host. I just need to get off and not, <laughs> There's no reason, like, 
no, no, there's no amount of writing that I could do to convince someone who has that type of belief set that it's wrong. Like, I don't know why I do it. I, I was mostly bored and I kind of like to write to work out how I feel about stuff. But the person was really caught up on the fact that in the Billy Neck episode, which is really a really interesting episode for that particular person to hone in on. <laughs> sure. <laughs> that I that I confused cheese for eggs on that sandwich. But it wasn't even that I can <laughs> confused cheese for eggs. They brought it up twice. They brought it up in the one, and then I ignored it. And they brought it up again in the reply, like begging me to comment on the cheese for eggs. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it, it, so it had this an eggy texture. I, they oh, were I literally dropping it. facts from the podcast. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. This person wow. had absolutely listened to the show. No, this is a real listener. The The cheese for eggs, that, that oh, is yeah. a, a very funny cut. flub of yours. I don't know why that would make you the weak link no. of the host. That's funny stuff it is. that uh, that we need for the podcast to exist. If you didn't like constantly screw <laughs> up and be an idiot, well, I don't know that how. particular one. <laughs> that, that's I think served. It was a mistake, but it also served a purpose because it highlighted the texture of the cheesy chicken uh, in that particular dish. Like it was kind of yeah. eggy. And Tony and I got to roast yeah. you for not knowing the difference between cheese and like, eggs. Calling me the weak link on the podcast is <laughs> the least insulting thing. I know. Like, <laughs> I know that I am. Absolutely. As far as on mic personality of the two people, I am the least charismatic of the two. <laughs> I'm also like... Yeah, but I mean, apparently you're the least racist, yeah. too. <laughs> this guy freaking loves me. <laughs> Anyway, well, you know, just well, well, I guess they're not probably not going to hear this bonus no, episode because no. it's only for the good listeners. <laughs> Unless I forget all to make it private again. <laughs> so, for some reason, I've been a little uh, Tuesday's episode wasn't posted on time because I messed up. And the last Tower Club episode was not made private until like 7 a.m. So like 40 extra people got it or something. Oh, well, good. They get a little taste uh, of the good stuff. Uh, you know, if if that does happen to happen again, or if, you know, this is one of our few Tower Club subscribers, just know that I am also um, against the Kickapoo Chiefs mascot and their name, as, as well yeah. as the Kansas City Chiefs name, logo, um, and various chants that they do. Um, an anti-racist, anti-fascist, uh, d d humble DVD cobbler. <laughs> I take pieces of DVDs and I cobble them into new DVDs. All that goes for me too, except for the DVD part. I'm blue. I'm a Blu-ray <laughs> cobbler, baby. Oh wow! <laughs> are, Andy. are we gonna do the feature that you came up with for this, or we're we just gonna babble for another eighteen minutes? I, I say that we go somewhere in between. And we both don't do the feature that I came up with, but we sort of babble about the general concept, which is um, what kind of snow day food do you like, Andy? I'll tell you what. I've been eating a lot of like frozen, frozen healthy dinners to try to um, offset the amount of eating I do for this show. And also because I just offset. <laughs> we haven't done that in a long time for good, for, yeah, that's for a good reason. Uh, <laughs> and I ate like a healthy choice Korean bulgogi power bowl today, Dan. Nice. 300 calories, and I couldn't believe how good it tasted. Like, it was good enough that it was something I would order at a restaurant. But the truth is, Dan, when got some Popeyes yesterday, 
hot spicy Popeyes. Really tasty. Oh, yeah. It's what I was craving. Andy, uh, after I picked my lovely girlfriend up, um, we kind of were brainstorming about what it was going to be because we don't really have any food in the house. Haven't been able to make it to the grocery store for much. Uh and you know we had to do Thai Express, yep. baby. She hit that Masamon curry. I went with the fried rice, mm. but uh, that curry, I, I probably should have gone that direction because, you know, we've discussed it before. One of the oh, best yeah. soups in so town. So good. There is a non-zero percent chance that I will eat that tonight, considering I already had my Ooh. healthy lunch today. <laughs> Absolutely. It's, uh, it, it's so good. You know what I like whenever it's nice and cold out, Andy? Mm. A hot toddy. Oh, yeah. God, I wish my girlfriend was home right now. We'd be sipping on hot toddies. Just uh, (laughs) kind of buried in our house here. You didn't get any of the rolling blackouts, did you? Sure haven't. Not yet. Nor have I. Her her workplace has, though. Oh, no kidding. Huh, that's interesting. My... My dad's workplace also got it, which is a pretty ma- pretty major for them to for them to lose it, lose the maybe power. maybe they're maybe they focus on like business areas because they use more power mm-hmm. or something. I don't know. I, I, mean, I don't know. I don't know either. Uh, I, I was kind of surprised. Well, I'm not surprised because SPS doesn't really care about their uh, employees and students. Uh, <laughs> uh, I was kind of surprised that they uh, allowed. Us to do virtual school today. What with it being an equity issue, students, students, eh, they don't care. They really don't care. Uh, sure. Anyway, I don't really need to get into that. I should probably cut it out, but I'm not going to. Um, it's a bonus yeah. episode, baby. Please not, don't rat Andy out to the SPS. Yeah. Anyway, individual people. I'm sure thousands of individual people in the district do care about other people, but it seems as if the district as a whole is more than happy to put students, and teachers at risk in many, many ways. Like they, they just don't. They just don't really care that much. It's like a PR thing. And it's Springfield, Missouri. <laughs> People are mean and cruel to each other. <laughs> and like that's well, somehow they, doing that to your teachers is good PR for the district. I hear, you know, and this is, it wasn't you that told me, but another teacher that I know, um, I hear that the, the pins are too sharp. <laughs> These pins that they get you. <laughs> and when, when you go to like lick that, uh, lick the ballpoint, which... Another thing that's just lost to history now, post-COVID, never licking the tips of ballpoint pins again. Something that I did a lot prior to COVID, you know, in just regular germ world. Just suck them dry. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that was a big problem. I would ruin the pins because I had not been taught the proper technique. Dan's snow day meal is just a mouthful of Bic ink. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you 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 see see my blue lips here. Uh, it's not yeah, from the cold. I, <laughs> I, I hear that uh, the the pins that SPS provides just really cut your tongue up. <laughs> what pen? That's true. No, they don't provide pins. The parents provide the pins that we use, and that is not a joke. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that is actually just worse yeah. than the uh, than the reality <laughs> that I created. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, that's fun. Um, man, it's been great. I've had. I know you didn't ask, but like, snow, these snow days have been awesome for me. Uh, you know, I, I I'm glad to finally have that job uh, secured because that was a long process and very stressful. Sure. And the the school year has been pretty pretty stressful to try and figure out how to do this virtually up until. I would say around Christmas time, everything really clicked into place, and I figured out how to do it pretty efficiently to where it is now, as I said on a previous episode, it's basically a part-time job at this point, like the amount of time that I spend on it, which is really nice. 
Um, I also wish I was doing more, um, but that is not what is being asked or is what is being expected of me right now for reasons that I'm not going to elaborate on. Anyway, I've had like really low stress. I've been sleeping like nine hours a night, Dan, which I just don't do. Like I'm usually like six or seven tops, but I've just been like so relaxed and so calm lately. And it's been really, really good to just like chill out, play video games, get my like two hours of whatever work or projects I have to do on these snow days for this show or for other stuff or for my actual job. Because each snow day, I have to go in and change all of my due dates and all my course stuff. So I'm not not working on snow days. I still have to do like 45 minutes or an hour of work. But anyway, I've been great. (laughs) This has been such a a great recharge for me. And I just felt so good. Uh, which leads me into my question. We got about 10 minutes left, Dan, until I have to go uh, teach kids. <laughs> um, <laughs> what you been eating with your eyes and ears? Oh, wow, Andy. You know, I uh, on that same note that you were hitting on, I do suffer from a little bit of uh, not uh, being able to let myself relax yeah. or any any like uh if i if i do get an hour or two of video games in or something like that i do immediately feel bad about <laughs> it um i have also just recently taken on a, a a bit of a course load of um uh, some learning i'm trying to do so definitely been trying to get that done on the snow yeah. days you've told me about that i'm but, so excited about it i'm so excited for yeah, you yeah yeah and, and I, I'll, I'll elaborate yeah. about it on the show uh pretty soon I, I i definitely do believe in uh putting things out into the universe and uh uh that helping them uh manifest themselves along with the the hard yeah, work he and follows all that. the secret that's like dan's uh-huh. a big secret guy oh <laughs> big secret guy andy what have i been <laughs> i've been watching of course the secret <laughs> uh listening to the secret on audio he thought it was the um, secret that's why he got into it but <laughs> Originally, but he wound up, it, that wasn't what it actually was, but yeah. he wound up really liking some of the ideas there. Uh huh. Yeah. No, that's, <laughs> that's me to a T, baby. Uh, to <laughs> love secretion. <laughs> Watching with my eyes, not a whole lot. We kind of finished up our, uh, Freaks and Geeks rewatch. Um, still, still all, all the normal stuff, your reality TV. Uh, started watching Modern Family for the first time just because it's on Hulu and you can watch like four episodes and not really pay attention to them. And there's seemingly an unending amount of episodes. So that, that's been nice. Yeah. You know, a lot of those 2009 jokes uh, don't exactly hold I up. I bet and, not. Uh, nor should they. <laughs> um, uh, but, but, but for the most part, a, a fun watch with my ears, Andy. Been listening to... The fall. Oh yeah. Which Once I, again, I, I think I've discussed in this segment before. Uh, it's but you know it's it's real nice winter music. I'm I'm trying to listen to all of the fall by the fall. Um, still in my continuing journey to listen to an album every day. Haven't listened to my album today. Don't know what I'm mm. gonna listen to. Uh, might just be the next fall record. That's a big thing about it. Is whatever. I don't know what else to listen to. Yeah. You put on the next record yep. by the fall. I'm, I'm I'm about to hit their '90s output. Oh, uh, so, so starting to get a little beyond my my known territory. You know what else I think is a great winter album that I threw on yesterday? Threw on the record because uh somebody on Hollywood Handbook mm. mentioned it. 
Van Morrison, Astral oh, Weeks. It's so good. Sean on Hollywood Handbook I remember, did a, I, I a riff about it, it on the uh, or, that blank check episode that just came I, out. I remember, as they would say on that show. <laughs> no, that, that that's one of my all-time favorite albums. Uh, I love oh it so God, much. Oh, my God, it's so good. And I'm not like a... I don't know. Beyond that, I'm not like a Van Morrison guy. I, I like his uh, section of The Last Waltz. Mm. I think that's one of the most energetic and fun to watch uh, performances in the film there. But uh, yeah, you know, if you've never heard Astral Weeks, I, I would say to give that a listen while the snow is falling. Mm. Such a great uh, blend of uh, jazz and classic rock and Good. poetry maybe yeah. I, don't, I don't know it's a kind of a hard to define record, really awesome but, uh, what, what have I you been listening one. to and watching on these snowy snowy cold days after you had mentioned i think on the previous tower club episode that you had gone back and started listening to uh old hollywood handbook episodes dan i subscribed to that patreon you were talking about oh yeah and, uh, i went back and listened to the entire months of january <laughs> and december worth of the, the both of the shows three of the shows that you get on that feed ah. and now i've just gone back to the beginning flagrant runs in hollywood handbook which is which is really fun <laughs> and look I, I like it i'm enjoying it part of the reason i'm into it is because i'm just playing a ton of hades and listening to podcasts and i have cut down my weekly uh shows uh to the extent that i only have like an maybe two or three hours per day of new content sure. which um for for like you know, super listeners like super. I don't know, like high quantity podcast. It sounds insane if you're not not a big yeah, podcast listener. That's so low. Like I was at a point where I was I was probably getting more like eight eight hours per day of new stuff that I would try to keep up with. And right now I've got like ten to twelve hours a day to listen. So because I cannot be with my own thoughts, that's bad news for me and everyone I encounter every day. Um, yeah. Podcast yeah, saved yeah, my yeah, life. I probably talked about it before. State for myself. Um, <laughs> They my mental health is like so much better than it was before I discovered them. Anyway, um, that's been a joy. Just really enjoying those old episodes. You want to talk about jokes that could not be made today? Who boy? Oh yeah, go listen to any podcast ten years ago, and um, you can yeah. see that they're better than most. Yeah. But truly, like yeah. any any comedy podcast from ten years ago, and uh, you can see how far we've come as a society in terms of uh, how we treat other people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you know, really weirdly, nice. a lot of those shows are still just as funny. Yeah. It's almost like you don't lose anything uh -huh. whenever you, uh, you know, stop making jokes at the expense of uh, marginalized people, uh -huh. uh, where the punchline is that they are marginalized. Yeah. Uh, that the the Jake Johnson episode. I love Jake Johnson. He's a star of one, my favorite movie of the last decade, Drinking Buddies. Mm -hmm. I can't believe that he hasn't said, take my episode down. <laughs> like, honestly, <laughs> astounded that that episode is still up. <laughs> so some of the stuff that he yeah. says on there. I mean, that's the very first episode of the yeah. show. Anyway, um, been listening to that. Also went back to the very beginning of uh, How Did This Get Played, which I'm pretty sure is the show. Ugh. Hearing you talk about video games and also listening to that show about video games, you know, hosted by some of the funny, some of my already, people who are already some of my favorite podcasters. Uh, uh -huh. I went back to the beginning of that one, Dan. It was great from episode one. Just a great show. So, yeah. And uh, I've gone been been back listening to those again. That's been really good. As far as watching, well, actually, I listened to that Black Country New Road album, which I really like. It's kind of impenetrable. Oh, yeah. It's really yeah. weird and dark and strange. And so, so not something you can listen to all the time. But it's good, good winter weather music. I've had that on a little bit. Uh, yeah. I hadn't watched a movie since Wonder Woman 1984 on Christmas Day until wow. I watched... Star Trek The Motion Picture, 
a few weeks ago, Dan. Oh, wow. And now I'm halfway through Star Trek, uh, the voyage, uh, a voyage home or the voyage, the fourth one. Don't They're know. really good. I'd always heard maybe it was like a Kevin Smith thing. I don't know that only the even numbered Star Treks were good. Guess what? One and three also really good. <laughs> maybe I just it, really so like weird. Star Trek. It's strange how that doofus's pop culture opinions have like permeated themselves throughout uh, yeah. my brain. Yeah. Like I, I, so many things. I'm just I didn't like Reese Witherspoon for a long time because of something I read in a Kevin Smith book, and now I, as somebody who could care less yeah. about Kevin Smith now, uh, his uh, future film output or really his film output up no, to this yeah. point. Um, I'm just—it's just crazy to me how, how uh, these cults of personality, uh, young minds right. get uh, latched on. I was gonna say, like, I don't think that's exclusive to him. This is a long discussion, and we have about three minutes before I have to go. But I do think that it has less to do with a specific person, but like, just an ad- specifically ad- adolescent people find you like grasp for truth from somewhere or like something to, sure. to, to latch on to. And he was one of those people for me. And I think I internalized a lot of that. And anytime I explore any of those opinions that I, that I <laughs> outsourced, uh, you know, from that time of my life, I'm like, Oh, I should just reevaluate this completely. And I, I don't yeah, think I'm that <laughs> was just him. I know that the first star, the first and third Star Trek movies are generally conser- considered boring I didn't find either one of them boring. I really liked both sure. of them. And like letterbox ratings for both of those uh bear that out too. So but I I do think that, that that is a thing that he had repeated at some point or was in one of his movies, but you know what else is boring? <laughs> Star Wars episode four. <laughs> like it's it's so insanely yeah. boring. <laughs> I really like it, but especially compared to the newer ones and like the two movies that immediately followed it, quaint. Very small, very quiet. It is a sure. quaint movie. And in kind of a good way. I still love the movie, but you're absolutely right. In comparison to other ones, it's it's boring. Also played Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Wish I had done something else with my time, though I did enjoy it somewhat. Sure. <laughs> uh, did did you complete it? Yeah. Not 100% That's so it, weird. but I did play it, yeah. You're literally mimicking a sentiment that uh, Heather Ann Campbell had on this morning's episode of the... Uh, um, like extra oh uh, wow um, i listened to that uh, how did this get played? <laughs> i definitely listened to that and related to that pretty hardcore i think i had more fun with it than the, than, the, than she did um but sure. man it's just kind of slow it's just kind of slow it's yeah. got some parts that are pretty tedious and some parts that are really really fun too it's the balance isn't great but anyway but yeah, you know, it, it costs- it's taken the pandemic, but I, I really I think it's really given me at least an appreciation for the good things in life, yeah. which are, for the most part, video games. Yeah. Well, Dan, I love you, buddy, but I got to go uh, literally 90 seconds until I have to enter another Zoom meeting to teach some kids. So um, you can text me about whatever, but I'm at literally going to just have to leave this meeting and go to another one. So upload your files and all, all right. that and uh, we can work out what we want to do. Oh, quick, do the preheat. Do the preheat real quick. What's your preheat? Oh, preheat for this next week's episode. Um, uh, cow. Uh, oh, that's really good. <laughs> um, 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 report. Wow. See you, Dan. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Springfield Media.